0: You know, that discussion about what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Well, we had a very, very unique chicken or the egg predicament, um, based on the divorce of the Tom Brady and the Bill Belichick. And there was a lot of unneeded, unnecessary, uh, suspense that surrounded, was it, be, you know, Brady making Belichick look good or Belichick making Brady look good? Or was it complimentary or, you know, what was it? And I think we kind of, we got a really solid answer, um, it was Tom Brady. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but yeah, I think we have a really solid
1: answer. It was Tom Brady. Is it is it fair for me to quote uh, Omar? Come at the goat, you best not miss. <laughs> Now listening to the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. We are your hosts, Deontay Epps and Dane Beasley. Hello and happy new year. Welcome to episode 31 of the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. My name is Deontay Epps, joined by my brother, as always, Dane Beasley. Your yeah boy. Your yeah boy Dane. Man, it's a new year. We back. New Year, New Year, how you feeling, man? how How's the break? How's everything going, my guy? It's
0: really good, man. Um, we had a lot of time to just get some rest. When I say we, me and myself, um, my wife, and Langston, we had a lot of time to get rest, uh, a lot of time to make a lot of memories, um, and of course, a lot of time just to do what we do best, and just stay inside the house, watch TV, read books. Um, and Chase around a 15-month-old, so you know, that's, been, that's been our life. He's
1: sleeping through the night now, right? Something like that. We've been trying to
0: sleep train yeah. the past month um, to try to make sure that he sleeps through the night. But some some days he will, some days he's yeah. not. But he, he'll wake up maybe one once or twice. <laughs> As you can see, the bag's under my eyes. He'll wake <laughs> up once or twice a night. Um, sometimes he won't wake up at all. He'll just sleep through the night, but yeah. that's like two times out of 30 days. So that you know, that we'll take what we can get though.
1: For sure. That that was on my mind because a coworker of mine today, he came in, we were talking, catching up, and he was like <laughs> he has like a, his son probably about the same age as Langston. and he was like, uh, mm. man, he slept through the night like for the first time last night. So I'm like, whoa, I like that. I feel like that's a <laughs> big a big step for for yeah, first-time man. parents going through that, man. So I feel you. Um but yeah. it's definitely great to uh, to be back with you on this. It's not like we don't talk to each other almost every day. We've been, we've been. I haven't talked to him since <laughs> last time we recorded. <laughs>
0: right. you got some new glasses, man. Yeah. Nice to see you, you know, man. My Tony, Dude, you my Tony, doing good for you, my there. Tony
1: Starks. You know, <laughs> Tony <Stank. laughs> Uh Edith. All right, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know we've been kicking it on the PlayStation, enjoying that, and mainly staying in the oh, house yeah. and. For 2020 in general, before we get into the topics, man, it's just, we talked about it throughout all of our episodes last year, how crazy 2020 was with the pandemic. Black Lives Matter, obviously, with so many deaths going on and stuff like that. It was just a tough year all around. And I felt like doing this podcast was therapy for for me and- I know for you absolutely. to get our mind off of
0: I'm speaking for, you, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> for everything <laughs> that
1: was going on. And hopefully this year could be one that we can see as a bounce back year, as a yeah. year of growth, a year of faith. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man, just, just, just doing what we do and happy to be back with you, man, yeah. and happy to get this thing started. And today we're back with sports and, the regular season ended <laughs> last night, and but let me ask you this, man. What a freaking mess!
0: <laughs> what a it, and you know what? I don't even know what you are about to ask, but I am just going to assume that I know what you are about to say.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: It's not even so much as we need to be, or any fan, regardless of what team you root for, is you shouldn't be disappointed in the particular team. You should be disappointed in the league for allowing things like this to take place. And by things, that's that what mean, I was going to ask you unauthentic tanking that's what that's what people should be upset about in the way that the M- the NFL and the NBA rather that have just st- stood by and done nothing now you're asking me the wrong questions if you're asking well dang what should they do in this situation i don't know but not allowing just standing by and being bystanders <laughs> standing by and being bystanders allowing this thing to happen creates a really it can create a really bad culture within your fan bases. And we've seen that on full display. Like, plenty of people were chiming in that I didn't expect to say two things about, like, Brian Westbrook saying it. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, Brian, like, you you got him talking about what the hell's going on, and you know that something's messed up. So, I mean, on one side, it's jacked up with the Eagles. Did, but on the other side, it's like, hey, eh? you're going to be petty. Be petty all the way. You feel me? So.
1: Or I mean, you could take it as, it. you could take it as, like, people or teams like the giants that were upset, like handle your business. Yeah. You lost 10 games this year. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. being down. Uh, who said, to uh,
0: Jabril Peppers, he said we had 16 different opportunities to, yeah. you know, take care of business and that's on us at the end of the day. That's a perfect response, but you know, yeah. everybody's going to have their opinion.
1: <laughs> right. You flip the coin. and you know, I mean, it could always be, like you said, it could always be the shoe on the other foot. Like, all right, if you yeah. took care of business here, we wouldn't have to come down to the last game hoping and wishing. And, I mean, that's always going to be team that come down to that. But, yeah, that was pretty oh, yeah. interesting as far as – I mean, I mean, you could see even uh, J- Jalen Hurts, they sh- showed him talking on the sideline, yeah. apparently mouthing this producers ain't right.
0: Or what, what's the dude that does the camera cutting? Is that the producer yeah. that does that? Like, the, oh, yeah, producer's messy as hell, bro. <laughs> like, all those different moments, he was like – Every time like you see like a bad a duck or pretty much every pass was like a duck from from Nate, but they just cut to you know they cut to him on the sideline. Yeah. Man, I wonder what's going on in that mind of his. And I was like, y'all so messy. Boy, yeah, are y'all messy.
1: And Chris were but- ripped up Doug Peterson as well. Yeah. Like hey, man, this ain't right. Poor Doug. He's like, I, I I wouldn't do this. I <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you know, Al,
0: <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how you could stomach a performance like this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I don't know. I don't have the answers, but I know that's not the one.
1: I wonder. I, I I don't expect the NFL to do anything about this. I one is. It's not like we see this often. Like maybe in basketball, you can see. Well, yeah. there. I mean, you Less have some players on purpose, right. scratches. <laughs> well, that definitely happens, players that. Unfortunately. Yeah, and then you have those. Like, how can you regulate it as far as who sits? Like, especially if you have those teams, like maybe the Chiefs or even, for example, the Steelers that sat players that, you know, they, they're they in the playoffs. So they're sitting players for a reason, mm-hmm. like resting them up. Like, you just say, hey, if you're in the playoff picture. I got a good idea. OK,
0: a good idea. And this is going to sound crazy. And I did, I literally just thought about this. The only way that you can ensure that this type of thing isn't taken advantage of, oh, we have a player that needs to sit because they're hurt. The only way that you would prevent that would happen from happening is if you had a centralized team of doctors. That meaning completely unbiased NFL, similarly to how they send out officials to every every game, uh-huh. they'd have to have a set number of NFL doctors that were responsible for doing these physicals and and ensuring that the player that you know, has a contusion to their quad is actually out because of contusions to their quad and not because of the team is hunting for a top five pick. That sounds crazy, but it's just one thing that I just randomly thought about might be a good idea. I don't know how they would regulate that. I don't know how that would work as far as earning trust from teams and stuff like that. But sitting down doing nothing is not going to help, especially it just gives the it gives the league a bad. I mean, it already has a pretty bad image, but the stuff they let go, but it, it just looks it looks you're it right. looks bad.
1: Right. I think it's probably one of those one-off situations. We probably won't, like if this happened again, you probably won't see it for a while. I don't expect the NFL to do anything about it, um, particularly with everything bad. that's going on. They got COVID to worry about and being proud of not canceling a game this year, yeah, despite right, everything that's, that's going on. That's a whole nother story. That's,
0: that's um, so stupid. <laughs> but you brought up a really good point. This The NFL brought this on themselves from flexing this game. Yeah. This shouldn't have been the prime time game.
1: Yeah, why was it? Why? I didn't it, get that it, at all. It should have,
0: this this game, this should have been a game where either team could have made the playoffs. They had a what? Right after the Eagles game to figure that out. In week 16, when the Eagles got eliminated from the playoffs, they could have decided then right. to go ahead and switch them out and put in a team that I don't know. It just they had backfired on them. But <laughs> <Right>. take <laughs> Take it away, Mr. Hosa.
1: So the regular season ended last night. Right. And uh we right. made our predictions a few episodes ago about mm. Mm. who we thought would before be in. Before the season started. Yes, before the season started, who we thought would be in, and likewise, and we're gonna go over those and see how well we did.
0: <laughs> Just to see how wrong Deontay was.
1: <laughs> so I'll go, I'll go over my picks first. So my playoff right. teams in the NFC, I predicted I predicted the Seahawks, the Cowboys, mm. the Packers, Saints, Rams, Vikings, Bucks. So I got one, two, three, four, five out of seven. Not bad. So I missed the I Cowboys and the Vikings. And instead, Washington made it and Chicago. Chicago. And for the NFC, Dane, you picked the Saints, the Bucks, the Packers, the Cardinals. The Seahawks, Cowboys, and Giants. So you were four out of seven. Four out of seven. Out of seven yeah, out of you seven. chose Cowboys, Giants, and Cardinals. So we like that game. And for the record, I
0: picked the Giants to win the NFC East. Not yes, the Cowboys. Yeah, I had the Cowboys getting in by. Yeah, I had the Cowboys getting in by pubic hair. But that's right.
1: That's, I picked. Yeah, I picked the Cowboys because I remember saying. I remember saying that y'all could get in with Andy Dodd and, then. I yeah. remember you saying, "All right, bro, Boy. we going to see."
0: wrong. <laughs> <That's, laughs> you don't have to say it. I mean, you're not wrong. Right. Nah,
1: I was horribly wrong. And so we'll go over we'll Close go over time. uh pre- predictions of the games in a minute, but we'll flip to the AFC. Uh AFC side. Yeah, I had the Chiefs, the Ravens, the One, Bills, the Patriots, two. Steelers, Texans and Broncos and what that's four out of seven again? Four out of seven. Four out of seven. Of course, that favorite team stuff. I ended up putting the Broncos in, it had a horrible year. Uh Dane, Shame. you picked the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bengals, Titans, Patriots, Broncos, and Bills. So that's one, Shoot. two, that's four as well. Four. Four out of seven. So we I'm both missed out on the Colts getting in. And I think we mixed up a bunch of them, but the Browns as well. Oh, we yeah. neither of us put the Browns in it, which finally they got that over should the have hump.
0: Been a red flag. Yeah. Shout out to them, man.
1: Baker Mayfield got those guys in. So any surprise is that your surprise for a team that you didn't think would make it in out of all the predictions we made, who surprised you uh that got in that you didn't think would get in?
0: I picked two the Browns and the Redskins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I The Washington football knew team. For sure. Oh, my bad. Now you how politically incorrect of me. No, (laughs) the football team, formerly known as the Washington Gotcha. or the Washington Slurs. Uh, I knew going in that they would have probably one of the best front sevens in the league. I just didn't know what they what they had at quarterback. Um, Yeah. We found out last night what they had at quarterback, which I'm going to go with a first-round exit. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. but
1: Yeah, but amazing salute, defense. salute to Alex Smith, though, man. Comeback oh, player of the year for sure. Yeah, we, I think right we already – yeah, we discussed that. But, yeah. yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, yeah. He got, he got that. That's yeah, in the bag. Um, so I wasn't doubting their team as a whole, but just their offense. I didn't know what the quarterback situation was. They got some nice young weapons on offense, though. Yeah, Some nice, I mean, you got scary Terry. I already said, it's my track record a year ago, that Terry's going to be the best wide receiver in the NFC
1: East. Yeah. In a matter of years. And And Logan Thomas coming out of nowhere, balling out.
0: Former quarterback. Yeah. Logan Thomas, or I guess the former athlete turned quarterback, turned tight end because he was a recruiter as an athlete. ATH. Swiss Army Knife. But he made a hell of a catch. Man, I mean, that Louis one in the end on, zone? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, one of the linebackers. It was nasty. It was nasty. I was like, man, you can't defend that no better. Like, <laughs> the ball placement was ugly, but he just contorted his body in such a way and then landed and just held on to it. So, right, out to him, man.
1: Um, yeah, take it away, Chief. I forgot where we were going with that. Completely you said you had two teams that, that surprised you. Washington. Oh, the Browns. Browns. The Browns in uh,
0: Washington. But the Browns, obviously, because the Browns are going to Browns, not because of anything in particular, but just mainly because the front office of coaching is why I decided the Browns right.
1: and, were and the, going to be my the, the history of the Browns. We know, like, almost everybody, even Browns fans, thought last night or Sunday <laughs> night that, you know, they were going to give up this lead to. Uh, oh, yeah. Underman Steelers team and the Browns curse, Cleveland curse, so you will. What happen again? But they held on. But they'll meet the Steelers again coming up this yep. Sunday, and uh, we'll get to our predictions about now. I well before that, I, I'll say since you since you said the Browns, I'm gonna go with the Bears, uh, mm. just because the Bears, Mitch Trubisky. Hey. But if you look that's, at the, that's the
0: same thing is the freaking uh, football team yeah you know what the rest of the team is yeah but what the what is going on at quarterback
1: right and that the quarterback play was just enough to get in I mean the NFC really didn't have many great teams um you got Washington getting in at seven and nine the Bears getting in at eight and eight um the Rams were 10 and 6 too that's that's you know what the Rams. Their they defense, stole the Cardinals, uh, yeah. By, man. and yeah, and so the Cardinals were at at one point probably six. I think they were six and two this year in control of the NFC West, yeah. but they and just Cliff faltered Kingsbury at the happened. end, man. And it's a clip. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was talking about Cliff Kingsbury, how he's had. Kyler Murray, he's had Patrick Mahomes and another quarterback, but he's never won eight games in the season or a, more than eight the games. Common
0: denominator, yeah. The man. common denominator is the coach. So, and you, and go ahead. You got to understand the kind of privilege that he has to come on as the head coach and to draft a quarterback. Yeah, with your top pick after the you the team has already selected a quarterback in the previous
1: draft. Yeah, with Kyler Murray, what we haven't seen at this point was him actually getting. Contact like getting hit and you know that little body mm-hmm. of his is you know having to take on those hits and you saw you him struggle. Take
0: a shot. You just had no Scott didn't learn already no, for no Gowden, play. No
1: Gowden, play. Gowden, my man. I'm just the saying best
0: high school player of all time. I'm you, just, you just saying this take,
1: just is could. an attribute to the team struggling, him taking hits, my friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I'm done with the I'm mm-hmm. done with the Colin Murray Slander. I'm done with the Kyler Murray slam. You done
0: with the little stuff? <laughs> Fighting over some little stuff. <laughs>
1: let's get let's get into these predictions, bro. Let's get into these predictions. All right, so we got the first game on Saturday will be the Colts visiting the Buffalo Bills. Man, who you got?
0: I like what I see from the Colts defense, but I just don't think I would love for Philip to have some sort of success in the playoffs that ends with him being in a Bowl or anything past the or anything past the conference championship, anything leading up to the conference championship. I just do not see them making it past the bills because the bills have been rolling. And more importantly, the average Josh Allen that we've been accustomed to seeing he's, he looks like he's, he's over that hump or he's climbing over that hill of mediocrity and heading into top 10 territory if yeah. I'm being honest. So with that being said, the defense has never been the problem. To me, honestly, the defense has never been the problem. It's always just the offense stalling. I mean, he puts up one of those 12 for 32 in 190-yard games with a touchdown and two picks and three fumbles type of deal. Like, right. I said all that to say this. I think the Buffalo Bills will take this dub. I agree with you, man.
1: Uh, like you said, Josh Allen has been on fire, especially the last few weeks of COVID yeah. season. Diggs is <sighs> like the what are you saying?
0: No, no. I was in no, I was shaking my head because Vikings fans should be really salty right now. Because oh, yeah.
1: He
0: was right. The end of the grievance, he's right. He, he was he wasn't the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we only got one season of, of data to sample here, but one team's in the playoffs and the other team, you know.
1: And I'm sitting here looking at Josh Allen's numbers, man. He he could quietly. I mean, he might oh, not yeah. win it. It might be Patrick. Oh, yeah, Patrick. yeah, I'm just saying he could be in the little conversation getting some votes. He had uh 4,500 oh, yards. There, maybe. Yeah, or no, that's probably going no, to Derrick, Derrick or Henry. Me. Or
0: Derrick Henry. Probably Devontae Adams, maybe.
1: Or Derrick he Henry. It's one of know. them. But. Anyway, he he had a great year. Obviously, career year. Stefan Diggs, nobody seems like can guard this guy. Um, I don't see nope. anybody on Indianapolis that could stay with him step for step. They just got too many weapons on offense. Defense is just locked and loaded. They plan in Buffalo. It's going to be cold. Phillip Rivers yeah, not going to yeah, be ready man. for that cold. And, I mean, they have – the Colts have a great, I mean, running game. But – Buffalo, I think Buffalo's defense is just going to be too much. Um, I got Buffalo as well in that one. Um, next game, Rams at Seahawks. And when they hmm. interviewed Aaron Donald and told him that they were playing Seattle, he said, that's who we wanted. So what do you think is going to happen?
0: What you wish for. I love Aaron Donald. In my opinion, he's the best player in the NFL. However, the Saints, the Saints. Wow. The Seahawks playing at home in the playoffs with Russ coming off a very average game. He's going to bounce back. I have nothing much else to say yeah. about that one.
1: I'm I'm i going to roll with Seattle too, man. Jared Goff, we don't know how healthy he is. We don't know with what that he is
0: even after, after all these years, we yeah. still don't not know what he
1: is. Yeah. <laughs> I think, Sorry, Branch, yeah, man. I, I, all three of y'all. <laughs> I think Jared Goff, like even like you said with that, and also with the injury coming off, I think it's his thumb that's bothering him. That's going to be kind of mm-hmm. iffy. Sorry. Throwing hand, yes. And then, yeah, okay. Seattle at home in the playoffs. I'm not betting against that. Russell Wilson at home in the playoffs. I'm not betting against that. Yeah. I mean, I no know serious. it's not, I know it's not fans there, but. Right. It's gonna be another cold. That
0: mentality, that mentality, the mentality of that atmosphere. Yeah,
1: is, and it'll probably man, be another cold and wet, weird game. It, I think this game will be close, though. I'm not saying it's gonna be a blow. Yeah. I think it'll be close because Seattle's played pretty much all their games close this year. Um, but I got, I got Seattle taking it. Uh, and then prom time that night, Saturday night, Tampa Bay visiting Washington to take on the football team. Uh, we mentioned Alex Smith. Comeback player of the year. Um, all the great things he's done with the comeback. Nobody expected him to come back from that crazy, nasty leg injury. The defense is playing well. Chase Young, probably defensive rookie of the year. But going against oh, yeah. the GOAT, You're going against Tom Brady. Still trying to prove himself to the to the naysayers. You know, I've had my things to say about Tom Brady because, you know, they he's done Denver wrong so many times before, but I'm not going to be dumb many times to count. Exactly. I'm not going to be dumb here, bro. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Uh, it, it is interesting to see. And I have not yet seen or heard anything about it yet, Dane, uh, about Mike, Mike Evans.
0: Yeah, about I don't, him, if he's going to play or not. Yeah,
1: I don't know how healthy he is, but I, I think it won't make a difference. I think Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, got it. They have
0: enough weapons. They have enough weapons to, enough yeah. weapons to be okay. And Antonio Brown an Antonio came. Brown. Yeah, it's, it's... <coughs> Say what you want about him and his distractions and all that stuff, but the dude can flat out play. <laughs> have,
1: yeah, and I have a weird feeling Gronk is going to have like a two touchdown game. Like he just going to go off. Like yeah, for some reason I think. That's that's gonna be something serious. So interesting fact though. Okay. Yeah. Oh go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish no, no, no. I was were, I was were, I was just me. go ahead.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say is there are a number of quarterbacks as far as stats are concerned, uh, when they have four touchdowns, and zero picks. Um, and I'm pulling up that stat because I saw okay. and I was like, hmm, this is very interesting. Um yeah. So quarterbacks who throw four touchdowns and zero interceptions, right? What their records are? Drew Brees, he's twenty four and two. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is twenty two and two. Peyton Manning was eighteen and zero. Brett Favre was ten and two. Ben Roethlisberger is eleven and one. Tom Brady has twenty five games like that, and he's won all twenty five games um, where he's thrown four touchdowns, zero picks. Yeah. So if he doesn't throw any picks. And he it's, has a dub. It's, a, it's a dub. I'm just gonna say it's a dub based <laughs> on the datum. These are uh regular season samples. Uh-huh. I don't know if it has anything to do with playoffs, but I don't have to go with the datum.
1: <laughs> I saw datum. another cool little fact that you know it's kind of like dang makes you think this will be Tom Brady's first road wildcard s- uh start. Like he had never played on the road in a wild card game in his career before.
0: Yeah, and it's it's weird because we don't there's there's one by now or one one team with the by now instead of the two, and it's just like yeah, you're right. But yes. Yeah, and, yeah and they were the shame on you. They you were the fifth shame on you doing so
1: yeah. Well, you didn't like the one team by now, you don't like that? We knew it was about money.
0: (laughs) Of course, I'm not going to applaud them. I'm not going to applaud them for, you know, trying to. In all fairness, no, this has nothing to do with fairness. It has everything to do with more money.
1: And as you can see, a lot of the broadcast, like one of the broadcasts, are on Nickelodeon. I mean, it's going to be on, yeah, the regular sports one, but they have one on Nickelodeon for the kids and another one over here. They have
0: like on the top twenty five most viewed live, whatever, whatever. They have so many... They have, like, the majority of the spots football does. Hmm. It's just... That's going to remain like that. Regardless of the protests. Yeah. yeah, They shouldn't be stealing. Regardless of how you feel about that. Still um, racking it in. It's like... They're still crushing the buildings as far as you're concerned. Yeah. So
1: so we both got tampa bay to close out that saturday um let me get to the next one
0: three games on a saturday and three games on Friday it's gonna be S-
1: super wild card uh the first game on sunday 12 o'clock noon central baltimore at tennessee mm-hmm. rematch of last year's afc divisional with tennessee upset in baltimore mm-hmm. uh you want to go first on this one
0: Oh yeah, I'm going Ravens. Um I wanna see and this is only for this is my selfish reasons. I wanna see a good quarterback divisional whew, excuse me. I wanna see a good divisional game in the AFC. And to get that I need the uh, Ravens to to meet up with uh you I mean, you know this team, the Kansas City Chiefs. You know um, them quite well. I'm familiar. Um so I want I wanna see that. Good quarterback matchup. So, in order for that to happen, I'm gonna need the Ravens to knock off the Titans. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do to stop Derrick Henry. No, they're gonna have to slow him now because they're not gonna stop him. That dude is a madman. Yeah, um, there's, tough. he's the most consistent running back in the league.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I'm going I, was, with the Ravens. I was on the fence for this one, um, and then I watched. Now I know last yesterday Sunday's games were significant for some teams but the titans gave up a lot of points to the texans i know texans got deshaun watson but that kind of was like mm. i know the titans like supposed to i mean they they got king henry derrick henry they're the, supposed to have a like
0: that, head coach
1: yeah he that, that's kind of and then the ravens rushed for like 400 some yards on sunday i think uh, Lamar Jackson is going to have, like, this is the game I know that Baltimore has won mm-hmm. since last year. He has, I, to,
0: he has a really crappy record in the playoffs. Yeah. And people I think, are going to remember that. And right. he's got to show out.
1: I, and I think he's going to be out to prove that, you know. They're here to stay as far as Baltimore, right? And I got got Baltimore as well, man. I think it'll be a close one. Like back in the day, those old Baltimore, Ray Lewis, Eddie George, Steve McNair games where it's like Mm -hmm. hard hitting, receivers Mm -hmm. getting lit up over the middle, like pop, like, yeah. One one of those games. Yeah, exactly. A low scoring, maybe 21 to 20 type games, but. I, I, I well, just Baltimore,
0: think you know, you, know, you know what you have to do. Baltimore. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think I think the Ravens got that one. Three forty on Sunday, the Bears visit the Saints. Drew Brees' last playoff attempt hurrah. to, yeah, hurrah, farewell tour, if you will. To uh, they're taking on the Chicago Bears. I'm going with the Saints here, just because I think they'll have enough offense or better offense than what the the Bears. We'll put out there on Sunday. So, I mean, hopefully Alvin Kamara come back. They don't know he's out with COVID right now. But even without him, I think they have the weapons to uh, to to get it o- to get over the top. And your Michael Thomas back? Don't they? I think so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go against the grain on this one. I don't think the Bears have anything to lose. So this is desperation at this point. I'm going to go with the Bears, even though I believe they're going to lose. I'm I'm going to still go with the Bears. Okay,
1: upset special. Yeah. So you think Mitch gonna go off yeah. or what?
0: Mitch, who said anything about Mitch?
1: Nick Foles? <laughs> what are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know something? You got a source?
0: <laughs> Just to say, I have an inside source.
1: No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm. Just, I'm gonna go with the underdog just because they're not gonna it's pull off. There's always that. Flip. Things that It'd one
1: one crazy game where the underdog just wins. Yeah. It could be this one. I it's respect gonna,
0: it. it. It's gonna David Montgomery is gonna have like 38 carries for I, like 210 yards.
1: I like him so much, man. I didn't like him in yeah, yeah. In, in, in the Big Twelve. You know, he's going against my Bears. Oh, but. Yeah, of
0: course not. He's running all over. You know. <laughs>
1: But now he's uh, and they got another one coming out of Iowa State. Brees Hall is gonna be a beast too. But um, yeah, I I I don't knock the pick, man. It's always one of those games where something crazy or upset happens, and that would suck for Drew Brees to go out like that though. Um, last yeah. uh, playoff sure gotta do it. Bro. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, and then primetime Sunday night, the last. Wild card playoff game, rematch of Week 17's finale. The Cleveland Browns will visit the fully charged with a week rest for Big Ben. He comes back. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, who you got? I'm going to go with the Brownies. I'm going
0: to go with the Brownies. Um, Listen, they have some young cats on their team. But more importantly, they're playing Ben Roethlisberger. So yeah. I think the Browns have a pretty good chance of coming out on top of this game. They have to do what they do best, and that's keep the ball on the ground, keep Pittsburgh's offense off the field. Not because Pittsburgh's offense is deadly, but it's to the only way or the primary way that Pittsburgh can win is through the air because they have so many dynamic weapons on that offense. But if they can limit the if they can limit Ben Roethlisberger being on the field um and force them out of their game plan. I think it, I think it'll be a dub. And plus they can control the clock and time possession. So they can stick with that as long as it if if the moment we see if you for your uh box score watchers out there, the moment we see Baker Mayfield with 20 attempts or 25 plus attempts, that's how you know the Browns are losing. Yeah. <laughs> but we want to see 20, 30, 40 carries from the running backs to take them to the promised land. That's right. all I got to say about that, Chief.
1: I'm a, I'm going a, I'm to a go with Pittsburgh, man. Um, I think Ooh. just having Big Ben on the squad, I know they kind of limp to the finish line, but I think the week's rest limped. will help him. I think Cleveland, while I respect Cleveland getting to the playoffs, I think they'll be in a more happy-to-be-here type thing rather than, okay, let's go do what we got to do. I'm going to give them the happy, happy to-be-here move, and I think I think Pittsburgh Mm. will pull it off. It'll be a close one, probably down to the last drive. Um, Whether it's Cleveland or Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh comes out on top.
0: I'll hold you to that, my boy.
1: Yeah. So, obviously, we'll revisit these next week. Of course. Dane, (laughs) when when we had our predictions, you had Packers Chiefs, and I had Seahawks Chiefs for the Super Bowl. Do you still say Packers Chiefs?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The reason I say this is because, one, the offensive power that we have from Kansas City, who's going to be able to keep up with that? They're going to be rested, firing on all cylinders. And not only does Andy Reid have something to prove, but so does, uh, what's his face, uh, Eric the Right. So he could possibly be a head coach and one of these discussions this time next year. And the best way for him to solidify his resume uh, would be to, of course, make it back to the play or make it back to the playoffs, make it back to the Super Bowl. And of course, Aaron Rodgers is a man on a mission, and he has, I think, one of the best three receivers in the league as his sidekick, in Devontae Adams. So he's his play has been speaking for itself. He is a red zone nightmare. Um, so I fully anticipate. I would hope to see a Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers showdown. So that's what I got. What about you, man? I see, see you. Uh, let's check notes. Have gone with the Seahawks and division rival to the
1: Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I picked Seahawks Chiefs Reason for the enemy, huh? I. Uh, uh. mm. I'm, I'm going to stick with the Seahawks Chiefs pick. I feel like there's always... Old strategy, Let's see if well, it pays check, off here. Check, check it out. I think there's always that, that wild card team, right, that makes a run to the Super Bowl. Like, okay. it, 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 there's always been that team. That, the New York Giants. New York Giants. <laughs> uh, you had the Patriots at one point. You had the Seahawks at one point. So... I think Seahawks again will be that team that makes that crazy run to the Super Bowl. I got them knocking off the Packers eventually, but uh, I'll the go Cardinals, with Seahawks. They Chiefs. were they were a wild card team that year, right? Yeah, to the Super Bowl. Yes,
0: Steelers. Yeah, yes. Uh,
1: I'm, you got it, a point. I'm I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it that way, man. But yeah, okay. we'll we'll revisit these predictions next week mm. on our next episode. Um, and today we're recording on a Monday. This episode you'll probably hear on Tuesday. Uh, but the Monday after the regular season ends is always called Black Monday, Dane. And we already had the Texans fire their coach earlier in the season, as well as the Falcons. And then today, the Chargers, Jet. Jets, <laughs> Jaguars, and um, the Lions had already fired their coach as well, but now there's six openings in the NFL, and I'll just I'll just give you a quick question: Out of all those teams and openings, if you're an NFL head coaching candidate, which team would you want to coach out of those six openings? I'm going to a team with the most draft capital. I'm going to a team that with the the biggest
0: upside as far as the youth and it it youth at or youth in impactful positions. So my ch- my choice would be either Jacksonville or the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I'd be fine with either one of those. Cause then you could always, you know, you could always beat up on the, the Sorry teams in that division, the Chargers. Um so the Broncos, that's two easy dubs every year. Okay. And of course <laughs> Jacksonville. I mean who could say no to Trevor Lawrence and all that cap space? I think they have somewhere towards seventy or eighty million cap space and two first round picks. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Urban Meyer, the, Urban Meyer, the, Urban Meyer. <laughs> ew,
0: That's what they say. Don't saying. say that name around us, man. That's what like they that. say. Don't like that. Uh, I hope not. Because uh, the first sign of trouble, somebody in his family is sick, and he has to leave. Like I'm good, I'm good on that. And I'm not even a Jacksonville fan, but Jacksonville has a lot of, a lot of talent, a lot of talent. So, shout out to Laviska Chenault uh, Jr. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so.
1: There's that. I what probably, about you? i probably you go to Chargers too, man. Their, their defense is the pretty chargers. stout. Justin Herbert this year has proved he's at least, you know, going to be a pretty yeah, good talent in the NFL. Um, got some question marks maybe um, in the running game as far as Austin Eckler's a good, like, kind of scat back, receiving back. But can he be like that every down back? It's probably a question mark there. But, I mean, you're in L.A., brand-new stadium. You got a really stout defense, you got a good quarterback. You can't really, I mean, I feel like that's an attractive job for a head coach. I'm looking at these other openings. Jets obviously, they got a lot of bad stuff going on as far as, you know, the front office. Um Detroit, I don't see. Like these teams have a lot of issues. The Texans maybe because you have you have Deshaun Watson, but other than that, you really don't have much. So I I pick I'd pick LA the Chargers for sure is the most attractive position. Um Jacksonville's up there as well. I probably put them at number 2 with the number 1 pick and possibly having Trevor Lawrence, the cap room as you mentioned. So we'll see we'll see where the pieces land. Hopefully Eric Bienieme gets the I've heard he's got interviews lined up so hopefully he gets his well-deserved opportunity. Uh I believe Robert Salah is also is he a minority candidate yeah. as well? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so, hopefully these, today too. Right. so hopefully these guys get the opportunities they deserve to uh lead these franchises and provide more opportunities for minority candidates because not or not just because of them being a minority candidate, it's because they are qualified <laughs> and they have earned that right, you know what I'm saying, that spot. So we'll see how that goes. You're you're repping the Ohio State Buckeye shirt, and they they could what you could say is an upset they pulled knocking off Clemson. Man, how what did you expect it? Because I know we talked about a little bit how tough that game would be for uh, J- uh, Justin Fields, those guys playing only six games, and them a lot of debated whether them being in the playoffs and stuff like that. But what did you think about the outcome of the yeah, game? Yeah, we
0: we've had conversations as. I'm a, a an infant Buckeye fan, but I was very honest in saying telling you, we, we talk all the time about it, but telling you as well as everyone else I talked to about college football, as an Ohio State fan, I didn't think they belonged in the college football playoff. It just, it seemed out of place. You have these teams that have played a number of games, and I know it's not their fault because of the Big Ten shutting down the way that it did, but at the same time, you want to make sure that you're providing an unbiased and fair opportunity to all the athletes uh, or the athletes uh, in the NCAA and by doing we so some athletes uh, <laughs> in doing so you ensure there's parity um, in the system however things often get uh, political um, unfortunately so the college football playoff it I in my opinion it had two teams that shouldn't have been in there Notre Dame and Ohio State but Fortunately, Ohio State, they showed up and showed out. More importantly, Justin Fields bounced back from that god-awful Big Ten championship game that he had. Um, but it's, it's going to be a hell of a game. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's going to be a hell of a game, Bama versus the Buckeyes. But at the same time, you have to admire not only coming back and playing the way that they did after losing in such a horrible way last year, um, but keeping their foot on the gas despite the adversity that they came in contact with almost potentially losing out on their quarterback. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I, I'm all, I'm, I'm all happy about it. I was excited about it. Um, sure. As you can tell, I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> but you know, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of meat left on the bone. We still have a, a lot of work to do. Um, and I'll see you uh January 11th, come on again. I seen y'all
1: January <laughs> See, Yeah, it seems like like they didn't, like you said, they didn't let let the their foot off the gas from start to finish. They just yeah. dominated. Like Clemson, or uh, everybody was making that joke. It looked like Clemson was the 11th ranked team, and because you know, yeah, man. Uh, Dabo Sweeney had Ohio Dabo, State ranked 11th Dabo, in this man. poll. But yeah, man, what what I what I took out of it was. Justin Fields making this a conversation about the number one pick, as far as we know, we know we know Trevor Lawrence is you know uh, Trevor's going first. We know we know, but it's it's going to happen. Oh my God! Take it away. I like I like the fact that he played well to uh, make us think twice about it, or even make GM scouts those kind of people. And there's going to be a lot of uh, combine stuff going on later that he can prove himself. But on the national stage, right like that, where you know everybody's going against you. The, you know, the underdog story where he came out and proved, took a big hit. Looked like maybe some rib injuries guy. going on. He tough, toughened Old up.
0: could have killed himself, man.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. That, putting his head himself. down. That was crazy. Uh, but Justin Fields took the hit, stayed in the game, balled out. I mean, what more can you ask for? Um, and then the Alabama game, you know, you can see from start to finish that they were, elite levels ahead yeah. of Notre Dame. The score could have been way worse than 31 to 14. I'm looking at the it score right been, now. I'm looking at the it score right now, and I was like, that's all? But, I mean, it felt like they yeah, were up and, about you, 30 points. You,
0: you, you were, we were talking about that, though. You, myself, and Alvin, like hats off to Notre Dame, because they put up way more points than I thought they
1: would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Devontae Smith Heisman uh, the Heisman winner on, on tomorrow? Yes. I, I think so, too.
0: Devontae Smith is the Heisman winner.
1: I, I, I hope they don't he, screw he, this he up. A player
0: the most electrifying player. He's been on the team with what?
1: Three two? quarterbacks?
0: Is that what you're two, talking about? Oh, I was to say Heisman winners. Oh, okay. Um, no, 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 no. Let me backtrack. No, that's not true. It's not two Heisman winners. I don't know where I was going with that point. But he's been the most electrifying player that we've seen. Period. And yeah. I finally found his player comparison. Finally found his player comparison. To me. He's a faster version of T. Y. Hilton. Okay. They had same frame. I mean, they both are wizards at route running. Both aggressive at the catch point, but he's just a faster version of him. And obviously that's, you know, apples and oranges because one is a proven NFL wide receiver, the other is just a potential Heisman hopeful. But that's, right. that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. Let- Smith is
1: to to back up the Heisman argument for Devontae Smith man they you know how they always say the Heisman winners have that moment he had multiple mm-hmm. as far as showing up in big Plenty. games like against Notre Dame 7 catches 133 touchdowns uh against Florida big uh, SEC championship game 15 catches 184 two touchdowns Against Auburn, seven catches, one seventy-one, two touchdowns. Against LSU, eight catches, two thirty-one, two. It's just he all the big games. Yeah, the for
0: a touchdown in one of them games that put him over the top. He's he he does it all. He's on the freaking punt team. That's what I'm like, saying, man.
1: Wide receiver on the punt team? They got to give it to him. If if he don't win it this year, this is definitely a quarterback award, man. One hundred and five no, catches. If he don't win
0: it this year, who the hell is going to win though? How do you justify that? How do you justify giving it to anybody
1: else? I can't. But let's so, hope, and it's interesting. Like, I wonder when they stopped the Heisman voting. Like, was it after the SEC title, SEC title game? Hopefully,
0: after the FCC title game. That's what I'm
1: saying. Because you, you know, they usually announce it the weekend after the title games, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So, I don't know how they decided I hope, I hope, when it I ended.
0: Hope they were still collecting votes until yesterday. Yeah. Because what we saw. From one of the other Heisman quarterbacks who shall go nameless was ridiculous. One of the most pathetic displays of quarterbacking that I've seen. And in I my didn't like how they kept calling
1: that quarterback power or whatever. They were down three yeah. touchdowns and they were running the ball. I didn't get that at all. Like,
0: and, why, why is he doing that? Like, that ship has sailed. He's not winning the freaking award, bro. Yeah, I don't Look what he's doing in this big moment. Sorry, no, I, I'm right. I'm right I don't there want with to you. Talk about trash like
1: that, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, well, to, even if it is he- from Texas. The Heisman presentation will be Tuesday, which is when you hear this tonight um, on ESPN virtually, obviously. Um, so we'll get back to these predictions as well. Oh, well, we'll be back on. I'm trying to think. The game is on Monday, so yeah. Let's just predict. We probably won't be back before. With our next episode. So, yeah, Ohio State, Alabama, man. Who you got? Buckeyes, baby. <laughs> Dane, Dane says the Buckeyes. He's putting his shirt to the camera. Oh, hi. Now he's spelling Ohio. Ohio
0: State, Buckeyes. Um, and I'm not saying this is going to be a close game. I'm talking this is going to be the game-winning touchdown and the final Minutes. No, the final 30 seconds of the game. That's how good Alabama is. But this is going to have to be Justin Fields' moment.
1: I'll stay. Right
0: after Devontae Smith has his moment, then Justin Fields is going to have to. Just
1: so I could be opposite of what you say, I'm going to go Bama. Um, (laughs) The Heisman (laughs) Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, will catch a game-winning touchdown in the corner of the end zone. Ooh. (laughs)
0: Perhaps. (laughs) Regardless. Perhaps. um,
1: Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say regardless, I think it'll be one of those all time classic uh national championship games. Um not gonna be a blowout like we saw last year. I think I think it'll be a like you say, probably a back and forth kind of game. Either way it goes, it's gonna be close in the end.
0: So you said something really good. Okay. Um touchdown, game winning touchdown to Devontae Smith. And I was like, I was about to interrupt, but I was gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Um more than likely that Game when the touchdown would be on Sean
1: Wade. Who oh, to be he got mixed, bro. The, huh? He got mixed on that one route that I saw. He got mixed
0: twice on that route. I think I know what Sean yeah. you're talking about. Yes,
1: twice.
0: But yes. Anywho, Sean Wade. For those of you who don't know, he's supposed to be one of the top rated corners, at least top three rated corners, after the conclusion of last year. Even so much that he was going to go to the NFL. He's going to declare for the draft. But I, I believe the NCAA committee um, encouraged him to return back.
1: And, and when the Big Ten decided they were coming back to play after they said they weren't going to play this year, he was like, all right, I'm going to come back. So that helped too. He yeah. should have
0: just kept his butt out and just started training because my man's been getting put on so many posters during this little short seven-game season that we've had. Well, seven if you include. Yeah, he's he's been – getting dogged out and I mean he's playing out of position he's not an outside corner he's a nickel but anyways that game winning touchdown is definitely going to be against Sean Wade sorry (laughs) (laughs) I'm just keeping it real
1: yeah we'll come back to these predictions (laughs) revisit it for sure to our nerdy stuff my guy so oh, we yeah. talked we talked that night. we talked about um, when we were texting I think we are texting back and forth about it about Wonder Woman 84 Um, it dropped on Christmas on both HBO Max Dane put the They <laughs> put it
0: down I wish that I watched a movie like this
1: they <laughs> put his Dane put his beanie over his eyes <laughs> so yeah, HBO or excuse me, Wonder Woman 84, the sequel to Wonder Woman, came out on HBO Max and also in theaters. Um let me just say, dang, we both talked about it. DC <laughs> has it, I can't I can't I can't get with DC. Like I will watch the stuff they come out with, but they have not proven that they're on Marvel's level. And I will say one Just thing about this. Terms,
0: put it in terms of so the people understand. The DC universe is your six hundred dollars stimulus. <laughs> the DC animated universe is your two thousand dollars stimulus. Do with that information as you wish.
1: Yeah, man. I there. I I don't know. Okay, now. I'm going to I'm going to tell you a gripe that I had with the movie and then you tell me if you agree. For show. A bit. Superhero movies, for me, I like there to be action. <laughs>
0: there
1: were there was not enough action in this movie for me. I feel like it was a lot of talking. Mm. I know it's a movie, it's supposed to have dialogue, but in moments and I'm not going to spoil it for those that haven't seen it, but in moments where I Spoiler felt alert like there should have been action and superhero stuff there was dialogue paste <laughs> and i know Supergirl. you know what i'm talking about certain a certain I scene
0: have a dialogue yeah oh yeah certain oh, moments exactly where
1: a superhero was supposed to be a superhero there was dialogue instead and that was like and i felt so bad because like i've been waiting for this movie like it's you know, we, we love to watch comic book movies, superhero movies, you know, especially during the quarantine in 2020 with the virus. We didn't have anything to watch. And so for this to be the first type of thing to watch, I was expecting more, man. And I didn't get it from this movie. Mm.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to leave it by saying some very nice things Uh since you decided to yeah, go, go ahead. negative. Go ahead. Bro. Go positive. Positively. I'm sure that there was probably a hundred things I could have done with my two hours and 50 <laughs> minutes or whatever. Um, and that's about it. That's the most positive thing I could say about that experience. But it had potential the first 40 yeah. minutes. I was like, okay, I can get with this. And then the later half, I was like, why did I do this? Why did I, why did I do this? But it had potential.
1: It, it, and um, it had moments that that had, you know, decent superhero action stuff but i wanted yeah. i wanted more of it and i wanted it in moments where i felt like it should have been if that makes sense um it i just couldn't uh i wanted so much more and and the first one i liked a lot i mean it wasn't the best superhero the first movie one was, the, first one, the first one was the best
0: dc movie they put out yeah. the the wonder woman one in my opinion that was the best dc movie that was that has been put out right it's better you know yeah, I'm going to just leave it at that.
1: And so, they, I mean, they already agreed that they're going to do a Wonder Woman 3 with the same director, Patty Jenkins and <laughs> Gall. So, hopefully, man, hopefully they can get it together. I mean, you still got a lot of stuff coming out, and I'm still confused as to what is going on with DC, with the Snyder Cut coming and how that's going to all intertwine. Uh, Flash movie, all this. The Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman. It's so much stuff, like... I want DC to be great, like,
0: see it is great. You just have to tap into the different universe, the animated yeah, universe. So I'm sure you haven't yes. you know, dived into but don't expect anything from the movie universe because the DCEU will let you down nine times out of ten. Yeah,
1: yeah. and you're telling me to keep, or you've been telling me to get into that. Mm-hmm. And and from what oh, I've oh, seen, really. I, I, I agree. Jordan, Brody, I the know, guy.
0: guys. Yes. Say, hey, man, you need to We have this conversation. Yes, and yeah, I've I also, watching, uh, a lot of June
1: people, two. yeah. <laughs> But I'm a
0: teacher. I'm so busy with my students okay. and I don't want to do anything about extra quick activities and blah blah, blah. No, I'm fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did enjoy the Batman animated series. <laughs> oh yeah, that clean man. <laughs> And it's coming to HBO Max. I think it's on HBO yeah. Max now. So it's on there. Uh oh, okay. Yeah, man. So DC hopefully, you know, we'll table it to see what the Snyder Cut brings. Cause I think that's the next project that's coming from them in March. But in less than two weeks, Dame. MCU content will be back in force with WandaVision. And I feel like every day they're coming out with a new same damn clip every time yeah, or a clip. Yeah, man, it's, <laughs> it's it, I'm, small I'm, detail. I know absolutely no idea what's going to happen in this show. But Marvel has gained so much trust from their audience and from watching what they did for the past 10 years and how Kevin Feige has, like, intertwined everything and made everything mean something and connecting it. Like, like, it's like a blind trust that I have with, like, man, I don't know what it is, but I trust that it's going to be good and I trust that it's going to always have me feeling like, okay, how is it connected or what's next with that? Like, is that something like cuz i remember watching i think the first cuz i really wasn't in comic book movies back when iron man dropped in 2010 um but i think i started getting into it when i watched uh i want to say it was that first winter soldier the first avengers or uh, oh. the avengers i'm i'm sorry yes yes the yes, avengers yes.
0: movie that's probably right. when you i think i want us to remember correctly that's where you were getting, you were asking me a lot of questions and I had to go hit up my homie yeah. Juan to get all my questions answered for him too. So I think I was,
1: yeah, yeah it was that makes sense. when you
0: picked up and started, you know.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So like, yeah. Seeing what, you know, how they built everything. And, you know, we talked about this a lot. Like, is that something that you feel too, as far as them intertwining everything, building it off the next, not necessarily making it comic, oh, yeah. like how it is in the comics.
0: Yeah, to answer your question, yeah. So if anything, them getting wild, getting crazy, getting creative, the way that they have been, to me, it makes them more open to criticism. And it's it's fun critiquing movies like and shows like this, because you have so much material to pull from. So many different character arts and so many different I guess you could say sequences to contradict what you're seeing now, not in a means to be nitpicky, but just in a means to be like, to make sure that you're not putting them on this pedestal of them being above criticism. Yeah. If that makes sense. All right. I, I said, all to say this. I like poking holes. <laughs> I like poking holes into uh, stories and, and things with the MCU because they exist. They're, they're flawed just like any other product, but we haven't seen a series from the MCU yet. And with this being their first one, it's, it's got to lay its mark. Right. And with it being with some might say two non or two non, a listing type characters, they got, they have to, they got to be in a bag basically. So we'll see And from
1: the trailers and cause they better come. Uh, in, Yeah. It. And they better come with it. <laughs> <laughs> from the trailers, like from the all the trailers they showed at the Disney Investor show with WandaVision, Falcon and the Soldier, Loki. All these shows look like movies. Like the like yeah. they look like films that are gonna be on TV compared to you know what we've seen in the past with a superhero show like what's on the CW as like made for television. Yeah, these Ooh, yeah, these shows are made to be movies. And they're gonna be shows, which is definitely gonna be crazy, and everything being intertwined. So make sure y'all, if y'all don't have Disney Plus already, borrow that login. Y'all better hit up exactly the and borrow
0: the login. That mug is like seven forty-six total. I remember because yeah. it, it, it came up in my little bank statement. Went payment. up a dollar. I, days,
1: think, I think they're like going to 7 go up a dollar soon, but be, that dollar
0: be worth oh, it. Oh, dang. I'm <laughs> that. Well, two, not, well, look, don't drink coffee for an entire week or how much. I don't know how much coffee I don't drink, <laughs> but I figure everybody who listens to this drinks coffee. So don't drink coffee for two weeks and you'll be able to to break even. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if you really care about yourself during this shutdown, pandemic, epidemic, uh, pandemonium, then you sacrifice that, you know, that chump change to to catch that mug, or just hit up one of your family members or friends and borrow that log in.
1: So, Wandavision is gonna drop January fifteenth, Dane. Should we do spoiler episode reactions? Mm-hmm. I think we should. Ooh, gonna... how about we wait a week before
0: we talk about? Because that, let's say, episode one comes out on the fifteenth. How about we wait to talk about that for a week? That way it gives people the opportunity. Ah, Shoot, that's kind of
1: tough. Because another one will come out the next or week. We can save,
0: <laughs> or, or, or question, question. I got you. I got you. I got you, B. Hop out. We save the WandaVision content to the last five minutes of the podcast. And we let people know, like, hey, this is the end of the podcast. If you continue listening, you're going to hear spoilers, blah, 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 blah. If you don't care about that, and keep listening. And then, bam
1: i have to just drop it on, put some sirens Gee, like, spoiler alert, spoiler alert I don't even need to do this no more, man I
0: don't even know why I get paid to do this, Why bro. do we
1: get paid? <laughs> oh, man Another episode with my guy, we are back 2021 Dane, I got a nice email today saying we got 3,000 downloads on the podcast, so that is something is nice. very very shout cool, out, shout out to our listeners and people oh, that are spread the word, so Look, even if it's
0: one person listening to this mug 3,000 times, 3, shout out to
1: yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, definitely That's appreciative of, of that. 3,000. 3, Mr. Mister 3,000. <laughs> but <laughs> Dane and I. let call us three, three stacks. stacks. Three stacks. Dane and I have talked a lot about some stuff we want to do this year, uh, brainstorming on some oh, yeah. great ideas that we feel like will be really cool and going to start brainstorming and put some put some stuff together hopefully get this thing popping but uh, oh, yeah. other than that Dane once again it's great to be back this year 2021 it's been an honor and a pleasure the duo back again and of course you can check out all our episodes on all the DSPs Apple Spotify Google Podcasts all those things our website is www, the Duo sportsandstuffpodcast.com Dane, anything you got to say before we out?
0: I ain't got nothing to say except for go Buckeyes.
1: Dane says the Buckeyes are gonna win. We'll see. (laughs) Y'all be good though. We appreciate each and every one of you. We out. Peace.